I'm gonna beat them. guest today Noah Tishby and I'm looking at you on the on the screen here and you are bedecked you know what bedecked means I have no idea what that bedecked, is bedecked? Dr- dressed up dressed up but you also oh, can bedecked. use bedecked but I don't know if it's a Yiddish word or like a Hebrew bedecked? word it's like not bedecked? an English word no bedecked it's a Yiddish word it's bedecked okay I've never my, heard my, it it's very nice. She's bedecked. She's very put together. Or you could also I'm very she, put together. You can also say it like in a nasty way. Like, she's always bedecked New Jersey. Like she's dressed <laughs> like she's from New Jersey. So it, it depends how you say it. <laughs> but you're bedecked with all this Judaica. I've never... There's a chai. There's a star. There's the country of Israel. The, on the uh-huh. ear. You look like a Sefer Torah. But when they there's put all the stuff on it. There's like more Star of Davids and, and like eyes and the thing. I cannot wear more Star of Davids. I'm like, and anybody is wondering whether I'm Jewish or not. It's so funny. I yeah. I on purpose don't wear one because I just feel like I don't need it. People look at me like we, he doesn't need a Star of David. <laughs> we know we got we got it. <laughs> We got it. You're a big Jew. Let's move on from there. But you look amazing, and your stars of David's are shining, you. and you are a I'm star. I'm obsessed. It's- and I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just give a shout out to Rachie Schnei, who's the jewelry designer, who's decking me. She's bedecking me. Ooh, nice. And, well and, said. Uh, see how I did that? See how I did that? Incorporating you immediately? Yeah. The, I did like that. The thing um, is, is that. It's like the perfect antidote to anti-Semitism. Because look at her. She's she should, she should stunning. You should give a shout out to whoever did your teeth because they are perfect. <laughs> My parents. No. Those are just, yeah. us. Just, that's it? Yeah. Wow. Wow. I know. And, oh but my- the thing is this, right? I had these teeth when I was like eight years old, as soon as they started growing. So just imagine this size teeth and a head this big. Oh my so God. So I had to grow into my teeth. I have to tell you a funny, funny story. So I, yes. I have a dentist I go to. I've been going to her since 1995 or four. Okay. Wow. Forever. When I, when I was back at Merrill Lynch and had this insane dental insurance, I did everything on earth before I left, uh, to do comedy. I've been with her since. She's amazing. Uh, um, Filipova, Dr. Filipova. And I took a picture with her and, and I hate when people do a picture on the chair with their bib and the, the behind. So I stood next to her and took a picture, not realizing that all the digital x-rays are on the, on the screen. So now every dentist that follows me goes, I see you had a bridge. I see you had three root canals. I see you have this. Those, uh, those, um, what do you call the, 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 Crowns? Veneer, the veneers are amazing. They, every dentist that follows me started sending all of this crazy, like they knew exactly what was going on nice. anyway okay anyway i'm glad we had a conversation about our teeth that's very important no what are we going to just jump into like what's going on in israel and and and, 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 and I, I don't you know i i talked about on the podcast that when things happen in israel and people love to post it like a, a bomb lands in a living room and they're posting it. Did you see this? And the, and the Palestinians are that. And, and uh, it's not my like, it's not my page. 
my, my page is laughter and and it, it's for after you see that when you go to the next page oh let's have a laugh you know but you are someone who champions the um the what's happening in israel and and the big thing of uh combating anti-semitism you wrote you wrote a book called israel a guide um, help me. I have it. I'm going to do it. I'm actually it. reading it behind her. I know. Again. Noah Tishby is an Israeli actress and activist. She's the author of Israel. A, a simp- simple guide to the most misunderstood country, country on earth. On earth. Um, and, uh, and it's a book where it's not miserable. It's not like a hard read. It's a fun, light read. And it's a pretty yeah. book. It's a beautiful color. And, um, Can and you tell us a little bit why it's the most misunderstood country on earth? Like, how, um, how, yeah, that's a great question. So, so um, here's the thing. So, I have been living in America for many years, and I work and live in Hollywood, and I'm an actress and a producer, and a writer, and and a host, and a, and all that. And I've been um, throughout the years have been seeing um, the severe misunderstanding that people have about Israel. But here's the funny part about it: is that they have complete lack of knowledge about yeah. what the, can I say bad words on this? Yes. Thing? Yes, well. you can. <laughs> um, you never know. Um, they have no idea what the fuck they're talking about, right? They they have zero idea of what Israel's about, but they have really strong opinions. Right. Like really strong opinions. So I would hear people like, no, Israel is this and this and that. And I'm like, no, actually not at all. So the reason I named this book um, A Simple Guide to the Most Misunderstood Country on Earth is not because it's the most misunderstood country on Earth, right? Because like I know jack shit about like Bali mm-hmm. or like, you know, Denmark. I don't know about anything about the governance system in Denmark, mm-hmm. right? Right. So we don't know anything about any other country, really. Let's be honest. Nobody cares. Okay. <laughs> But what I was pointing out to and alluding to in the name is the discrepancy between how little people know about this and how obsessed they are with Israel. Mm, so this true. This is something that s- obsessed, completely right. obsessed. Ve- and emotions about running. Media, yeah. Emotion. This was in my pitch in my deck for um, bedecked in my bedecked deck <laughs> for the uh, <laughs> for the um, for, for my, my book proposal. I was like, the obsession that people have about Israel is irrational. It comes from well, it comes from deep rooted obsession with like the Jewish people in general, in general right? Yeah. But it's a danger to the existence of the single consistent democracy in the Middle East. So mm. and to your point about social media, bashing Israel, right? Yes. became a, a, like a, a, a hip. I, I have a sub chapter in my book called this hip new social justice cause. Like it became a hip social justice cause to bash the biggest ally the United States and Western civilization has in the Middle East. Right. And that is um, something that I, I just had to do something about it. And I knew that there isn't a book about Israel that is um, easy to understand. That's fun. That's funny. That's quick. That's or, the, or that anyone's going to read Right. It takes a Not lot anyone. to sit down and I don't read wanna, a book. I don't want to like. I don't want to misjudge your your listeners, right? So I'm sure a lot of your listeners have read, a, you know, at least a few of the hundreds of extraordinary books that are out there about Israel. But for the majority of people, they need something that's um, that's fun, that's easy, right? And that's easy. and it's um, yeah. I just uh, I just knew that that book doesn't exist, so I decided to write it. Um, it's amazing, and uh, yes, my audience I think is skews a little Jewish, so they would read. They would read bit. your. Uh, would, they would read your uh, your book. Abisale. <laughs> but you know, I I found I found from experience, on my little, um, in a very sm- small scale, 
the best thing for for people understanding Israel and what's happening there is when they visit Israel. And the most important thing is is that not just Jews. Jews already have the the feeling in them until they get. I mean, when they get. No, no, no. Uh, listen, no, no, no. I'm not saying birthright. When they bring the Jews for the first time, their, their eyes open up and they 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 can't believe it. It's amazing. But I've brought friends of mine, not Jewish, people who yeah. are uh, a friend of mine, Jim McNasby, who was at the time the the chief counsel of Marsh McClellan, uh, the biggest insurance company, and before that he was chief counsel of Kraft. Um, in America, he had all these amazing titles, and he saw Israel through an Israeli eyes we, he was with us and he i'm explaining to him when we're driving down the highway that's an arab town that's a jewish town and you know and this is this and that's that and they all get They're along. like wait they sit together and eat hummus right. arabs and jews they don't he, fight he, each other all the time no he, didn't, he got it and he's a very he's a very smart person it's not like i'm bringing stone who's just like no Israel's killing arabs it's like and that is what and then i hear him at dinner tables when we're he's having dinner with friends of ours and he's explaining to them and that he's explaining, not me, he, Jim McNasby, uh, sure. not Jewish, Harvard lawyer, head of this, explaining that how sure. amazing Israel is. And that is the best, um, the best. As I, as I say, Anic- the, the thing is yeah. this, I have, I have yet to see anybody who went to Israel and came back and was like, yeah, it was all right. I yeah. was thinking about that too. No one ever comes back. It was, eh, you know, the service yeah. wasn't great. The, the food wasn't, nah, the people well, weren't. They no. all, everybody comes back and they're blown away. Because, and that's not just Israel. They're not, they're not, they're not blown away. Let's not be literal about that. Listen to me. Hold on. <laughs> but Israel is. They're in awe. It's also the space of Israel. Israel is, now let's go into a spiritual zone here. The, on earth, there are spiritual places. There are where just where there's energy of godliness of of spiritual, and Israel is the hub of that. The hub, places where where um, the the most important people in history have been buried. Places where miracles happen, where with the Shekhinah, with the the actual uh, God energy was there. This is an insane. The energy of Israel is insane. No. Yes. Yeah. I always yeah. say when I when I land in Israel, you feel it right away. You're like, wow. You do. You feel it. You see the Hebrew, and then you're like, wow, maybe I could live here again. And then, of course, you go to um, the come to the passport, and the guy's like, ah, and you're like, oh no, no, that's why I can't live here. But <laughs> but um, but hey, not all Jews need to live in Israel. It's no, it's it's Part very true. Strength. Not all Jews need to live in Israel, but and it's, and it's true. Israel is a, is a magical place. On on on, you know, for, whether you are a spiritual or religious person, whether you're just obsessed with archaeology, or whether you just love good food and some good parties, right? Um, it's just yeah. It, it's definitely it's definitely the case. Sadly, we can't bring everybody to Israel, um, and sadly, sadly, with the spread of information on social media, this this is a <laughs> it's it's uh, even people that have been to Israel and um, um, realize the truth on the ground and come back and defend Israel. Now they would be a little bit more reluctant to do so, at least on on social media, because. Because of cancel culture. So that's the thing, if I may, um, that's so interesting to me about you. First of all, for the people who are listening and not watching, Noah has the most amazing black and white photograph of the Wailing Wall behind her and two yeah. beautiful chamsot, which, yes. yeah, 
Um, but the thing to me that's so interesting about you is that you're this amazing, beautiful, interesting, like, I mean, Hollywood actress uh, amongst many other things. And it would probably have been so easy for you to not take this position of being so pro-Israel on social media where I see all the time exactly what you said from people who from famous people who I know personally who I like and I admire their work who say the most uninformed idiotic things about Israel I saw somebody just the other day post that Israel's an apartheid state and I'm like you don't know anything about what you're talking about so i'm a little bit curious but you're you answering that person is not going to help anything i didn't answer that person i get on my on my well when i do post something like a joke i had i just just had this uh cancel culture joke how cancel culture is uh anti-semitic and it's a joke and it's a big a build-up and then people loved it and then the ones out of nowhere you get free palestine so yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm Shabbat Shalom on social media, and you get free Palestine. Right, it's, exactly. It's Shabbat Shalom, free Palestine. And then I, I, yeah. so I'm look, I'm like, where on my settings and Instagram can I swipe in free Palestine? <laughs> where is my, where is that button to free? Pa- it's not my button. I'm not sure that. Uh, what it's do you? Virtue signaling of the first degree. Right. It's, it's absolute insanity. They don't know what they're talking about. It's the right quote unquote thing to do, and it's again. It's when you break it down, anti-Zionism and this new anti-sentiment, anti-Israel sentiment that we're seeing out there is dry, driven by anti-Semitism, right. you know, whether you like it or not, because people carry around subconscious biases around every race and ethnicity, whatever. We all agree to that. Yes. There's no question about that. You see someone or something with a different color, a different race or different anything, you have an immediate response unless you're conscious about it. Okay. There's subconscious biases about any kind of so subconscious, subconscious bias about any kind of ethnicity. And people carry around subconscious biases around about Jews as well. And that subconscious bias is affecting their opinion about Israel. And it's it's derived, it's from it comes from 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 feelings, not from facts. Right. And people need to understand this. So anti-Zionism is anti-Semitism. If you're trying to prevent one people and one people only from having their own state, how else would you how else would you call it? Right. We, we, we had that conversation on the podcast when we talked about the Hasidim that were on the flight. Right. And a few were bad. A few didn't put yeah. the mask on. So they all got blamed and not allowed to board the next flight. Um, yeah. And of course, as soon as somebody says Jew, and there's plenty of Jews that are anti-Israel. Uh, and, uh, you know, I was in the, I was, well, yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to say, so it's not that there are plenty of Jews that are anti-Israel, that there's a small minority of um, extreme Orthodox, uh, specifically the Neturei Karta. Right. right? We, we, we spoke about that. They too, are yeah. anti-Zionist because they don't believe that if, unless the Messiah, the Messiah comes back, Mashiach didn't come back, the temple was not rebuilt and a red cow was not um, sacrificed. Right. Oh, there's a red cow involved too? Oh, yes. there's a red yeah, cow. Exactly. No, they're raising red cows. So no. they, but they are also, they are most. M- motivated more also because they're getting money from countries to be as Meshuggah as they are. Of course. And one of the things that we need to make sure that we are very clear on as it's the Jewish people is that those people are like in the thousands. Okay. It's a very small minority. And what's right. happening with them is that they're being tokenized by like the Ayatollah of Iran and Bela Hadid. Okay. Right. To show, see, some Jews are against Israel too. We so. We- I will not. I, I'm not going to take that on. No, no, no. Just like, uh, no there's nothing to take on. They, they're no, they're no, getting I'm money just saying, from for Iran. Us as a community, 
when we're when we're confronted by like some Jews are against Israel to be like whoa, right. whoa, 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 whoa. no but so so when we were going down the parade uh, the the Israeli Israeli Day, Israeli Day Pride Parade walk, we were going down and we got to the area where they they were there the Nuturikata these yeah, they're there in every every Israeli screen, event right and next to them was a uh, um, a group of people with Palestinian flags and they were organized and they were just 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 chanting whatever they were chanting but throughout the parade I saw. Jewish people saying I support Israel not what the government's doing with Palestine and that whole thing too so that was uh, something we saw uh, on uh, on as well but um, I was trying to tell you my, my friend has his son in yeshiva for the year and where in America or in Israel in Israel just for the year after they finish high school oh, most okay. kids go to in yeshiva in America most kids either go for a year in Israel Okay. And so he's in Jerusalem and he's living there and he's walking and he sees these Nutura Karta guys, these, these Hasidic men dressed as Hasidim, completely screaming that they're anti-Israel and all this stuff. And he calls his father and he says to him, his father uh, says, uh, what, what are these Hasidim that are anti-Israel? What's the story with them? And he was trying to explain to them, they, they don't recognize Israel as a state. Yeah. Period. So he leaves it. And his son texts back to him, you know what? I don't recognize meatless cholent as cholent. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then he started writing back all these things that he doesn't recognize. And he doesn't recognize, I don't recognize what exists in reality. Right. Sushi. Right? I don't recognize sushi if the guy making it is Mexican just uh, uh, pretending he's from Japan. I don't re- He was all these funny little antidotes and it was great. Yeah. That's hilarious. No, but it's true. They come from a very, very extreme religious point of view that the literal like the re-existence of the literal third temple needs to be built in order right. for israel to be allowed and if it's not then it's an abomination and again they're in the thousands everybody's entitled to believe whatever crazy stuff they want to believe it's all good but the majority of jewish people definitely do support israel even if they have issues with israeli governments throughout the years which absolutely is totally yes valid. these but people sound like they're completely bugging out you've never seen them no and i've even, never seen no, them they're insane. no even they're in the, every every jewish or israeli event they'll be protesting they there. Up, you can yeah. google like naturekata visiting like meeting with like the ayatollah like iran like iranian yeah. leader i don't understand if they don't leader. believe what are they doing in israel if that what doesn't are they, <laughs> what are they doing in israel they're living off of the government their the government it. supports their yeshivas the supports their their they, they don't work so they they get all the, the 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 welfare and all that and money from from iran and, and it's just a crazy thing to just make the challenge even more mm-hmm. of um of they're being tokenized it's just it's yeah. like a, you you won't take any uh one person from any kind of kind of ethnicity or or background and use that minority in order to reflect on the majority right so tell me living in la yeah What's up? How's the, what's the vibe out there? In what in what sense? Just bakhlal, in all sense. Bakhlal, I'm just I, I have a show. I'm coming out there June uh, 9th, 9th to do the. This is probably airing the Wednesday before that show. Yeah. June 9th, I'm at the Laugh Factory. I, by then, please God, may all the tickets be sold. <laughs> and I, I, they, the first show's already sold out. The second show's almost sold out. Um, uh, 
what's the what's the uh, I, haven't, I haven't hung out in LA in a long time and the last time I was there I flew in did a show and took the red eye out so right. like what's the what, what's what's the vibe out in LA you know, I think that I think everybody is still kind of crawling out of uh, uh, out of COVID days but it's back you can't get a table at a restaurant okay. you can't get a house in Palm Springs for like Memorial Day weekend oh, okay. I mean it's like it's it's back Good. um there's a there's a issue with homelessness that i hope um i hope the government it'd be interesting to see what happens in the elections but the local government will take into consideration that it's a mental health as well as a housing issue right, and, um, right. it's a disaster and no it can it, there are there are certain areas in which it's very unpleasant yeah. not just same for like York. residents same but just York. for same it's not, it's not, yeah. not yeah. like what's going on in la though like what oh, i remember really? when i oh my god i remember when i lived in la there was like which was years ago there were like it was they called it skid row in downtown and yeah, now there's like compared. now it's yeah, yeah no, it's, it's quite it's quite but like you know i i have an issue with uh i get i take offense uh by bad weather mm. i'm israeli i'm from tel aviv i was born on the beach i was i mean i wasn't literally born on the beach <laughs> so animalistic on my behalf on my mom's behalf but uh i i need hot weather so for me east coast is amazing to come visit in june may june and september yeah i can't deal with the you know i can't deal with how it. old were you when you came to the states 20 early 21 oh, oh wow. wow really yeah <laughs> Wait, i thought same. like you came to america when you were like seven like me okay let's have that conversation ask me you don't have an accent uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> neither, neither do i but you came when you were little <laughs> I, was seven. I, 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 I have the, I have the craziest accent. no one knows what my i don't know what my accent is um yeah how, I, uh, how come you don't have an accent uh, okay so i here <laughs> i uh i can i i've had an american accent since i was a kid I kind of listened to it on TV and matched whatever it was, that uh, I was hearing, and I can still do that. And when I go to like the UK or Australia, it I have to really pull myself back from imitating what it. So I literally imitate whatever it is that I hear. Right. So I, I can do Israeli accent. It's no problem. And uh, I just need to uh, just think of my father, really, and that uh, you know, uh, you know. Uh, no problem, but I have nah, to you're with, overdoing it. You know? you're over, you're, oh, that's overdoing it. That's overdoing <laughs> okay. it. Listen, listen. It's it's a uh, it. I, but I need to think. I need to literally think about doing, doing Israeli it, accent. Right, because you think like, in I, English. I don't. Yeah. I know. It's 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 but the question that everybody asks. I it's told like, you, you. I told I told Periel the other day that you know when you're in Israel now. A waiter comes over, a waitress comes over, you're dealing with someone behind the counter, they speak perfect English, just like Noah. And you, you're looking at them and go, oh, are you American? I go, no, I've never left Israel. So how do you, they're on YouTube. Mm-hmm. They, since the age of, of, of when they can log on, they're on YouTube and they're listening yeah. to English, not from a teacher speaking with an accent. They're learning it from, from, right. from the Kardashians yeah. that are learning English. And so it's, it's very that, but I, when I get tired, my Israeli accent comes out because we we did speak we did speak Hebrew in the house from when we got to America, and so that accent's there. And then, um, okay, but that's not so. Another question: you you so like you when I sit down at a table with a bunch of friends, Jewish, not Jewish, and the conversation turns to all of a sudden me after we spoke about what he does and he does and da-da-da, and then it goes and comedy what's going on with comedy what's funny did you see this special did you see that special you it always comes back to that conversation about israel probably right 
With me personally? When you're sitting with friends, you're always. known as, in my head, you're known as the woman who's just pro-Israel, oh. the pro-Israel. Always. So it always comes back to that. Isn't it exhausting to it's just speak not. about? Okay. It's not. It's I, not. I, I, yeah, I'm sorry. Again, the thing to remember is, and, and what the thing to remember that what we're dealing with here um, is not the issue. I don't have an issue with criticizing Israel, criticizing the Israeli government, criticizing Israeli policies. Like we don't have, you know, we all criticize. None of us like the policy of, of, of kids in cages. All right. Or like, right. We sure. Have issues with various policies uh, of the American market, of the American government. But nobody's talking about canceling America. Right. Right. And that's the thing that I have to I, I keep harping on that what we're dealing right now with what we're dealing with right now is people trying to cancel Israel. They're trying to dismantle the Jewish state. That's what we're talking. Yeah. About. You know, you know that Israel is the only country in the world that has its own Wikipedia entry. The legitimacy of the state of Israel. Yeah. It's crazy. The only country in the world that has a wiki entry. The legitimacy of the state of Israel, like North Korea doesn't have a state, like an entry of like, nobody's questioning the legitimacy of North Korea. No, it's right? crazy. And meanwhile, the that's what we're dealing with here. So that's what oh. I'm kind of, so I'm kind of, I'm like, no, of course I don't have an issue talking about this. I can talk about this till cows come home because I think it's insanity and not insanity for the Jewish people or for Israelis. I think it's insanity for like U.S. national security. It is. Maybe, and maybe, it's, just, maybe it's just me that I don't have energy for people. Because right. she, if, <laughs> when people start with me, what's Israel? I go, Israel, yeah, whatever is working for you. It's just not what you're seeing on TV. Let's move on. Do you want dessert? Anybody want dessert? You want dessert? I'll, no. I'll have something sweet. You know, I, But you will keep going and going. You, and you, you have, have to, in, though. Yeah. But everybody does it in their own way. Like I feel like you have your gift. And by the sheer fact of who you are and what you do, you're also promoting um, Israel. Yeah, I. You I, just do it in a different way. And I, who want? I mean, who could better represent? Look at her. Do you want her or some fakakta like seventy-nine-year-old rabbi who can with like a cane? No. This is who's gonna save us. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, no pressure. No pressure. No Wait, pressure. can you tell us your Rosh Hashanah story, please? Oh yes. Okay, so. <laughs> So I, um, this is from my book. It's from, uh, this is a story from my book. So I wasn't always like this. I wasn't always this. Um, this uh, I, if I had a nickel for every time I said those words, go uh, ahead. Well, yeah, I'm just well good, because we want to change. You want to constantly be changing, yeah. constantly yeah, exactly. be changing. From the same person I was yesterday, it's not something wrong. Um, so I wasn't, I was raised, so I was born and raised in Israel in a very liberal, very Zionist, but very liberal family. I talk about this in the book a lot. My family helped establish the state of Israel in various ways. Um, very exciting. Um, but I was very like, kind of like um, a liberal, progressive citizen of the world. Like if you'd ask me, who are you? When I was in like my early 20s, I'd be like, I'm a woman. I'm a da, da, da. Like a Jewish would be, I don't know where in the on the list. Like, yeah, I'm Jewish too, but like, I don't care. Right. Um, then I get to L.A. and the first few months, um, like a couple of months after I'm in L.A., it's around like somewhere around September. I'm, I'm um, dating this guy. I'm at his house in the morning and um, the phone rings. Right. And we're on this house in the hills and whatever. It's like this L.A. kind of thing that you have in mind, like the pool with a view with the blah, blah, blah. And the phone rings and it's my family on the line. And they get I get on the phone and they go, happy holidays. And I'm like, happy holidays. You know, and I kind of go, I'm like. What holiday is it? And they go, it's Rosh Hashanah. Oh, my God. And I thought I was going to die. 
like I kind of I, I pause and I'm like, here's the thing. It's not that I even knew that Rosh Hashanah was coming and forgot. Like I just had no idea wow. that Rosh Hashanah was coming. And I kind of I was like, I froze. I'm like, oh, happy Shana Tova, Shana Tova, happy holidays. Like, you know, and I hang up the phone yeah. and I go to my boyfriend and I'm like, so listen, it's like it's a holiday tonight. And he's like, okay, yeah, great. What? And I'm like, we, we should do something. Can we do something? He's like, sure. What do you want to do? I'm like, I don't know. We should go to dinner. Go right? to dinner. Amazing. Right? <laughs> Cut to, yeah. I'm on, I'm in sushi, in Katsuya Sushi on Ventura Boulevard <laughs> oh God, in LA, place, right? Yes. With my church in, with my Church of England Australian boyfriend and my Church of England British girlfriend. And the three of us are sitting there having like sushi. And they're like, what are we celebrating? And I'm like, we're celebrating Rosh Hashanah. They're like, what is it? And I'm like, oh, it's a Jewish New Year. And they're like, what does that mean? And I'm like. Wow. No idea. I don't know. I literally had no idea. I had no idea. I'm sitting there, we're drinking sake, and I'm like, this can never happen again. And that that particular moment, I'm like, wait a minute. Because I literally was like, if I'm Israeli and Jewish and I'm living abroad, like what does that what does that even mean? What does that even mean to be Jewish? Like, right. what does it mean to be Israeli? Like, what does any of this mean? And that incident and a couple of more, but this incident specifically, like sent me on a crazy trajectory because as a secular, liberal, Tel Aviv, Israeli that, like, I've never been to temple until I moved to LA. Right. Like, my dad was not bar mitzvah. He just like, I don't want to be bar mitzvah. Like, my, we grew up in a very, very secular family, right? Mm -hmm. We do all the holidays in Israel as a cultural kind of thing, but like- sure. Nothing spiritual, nothing religious, yeah. um, and nothing traditional, not even like like historical, right? Right. And I was like, if I don't find this out for myself, then I'm not going to be able to maintain this knowledge and bring it to the next generation. And I was, I was like, fuck, if I'm do that, I'm not going to yeah. do that. That's so right that. now, so right now, if you so, if you were sitting at that table right now with your Church of England boyfriend and the Church of England girlfriend and the sushi chef, and you're sitting there with the California roll in front of you, and they ask you, "What is Rosh Hashanah? What's your?" No, answer? I still have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. I love you. That was what the whole podcast. I love you. <laughs> Rosh Hashanah is the is the new year of man. That's when Adam was the new created. Year of man. This is where men was created. It's Aries. I'm it's sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm like, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's not Aries. It's Tishrei. It's uh, uh, Libra, and it's um, it's when man when oh, it's human, Libra. It's about balance. You're right. Human when humans were created. <clears throat> we're created. So yes. we're celebrating the birthday like, of humanity. Like, like pa Pesach is the is the Pesach is, is, the, is Aries. Pesach is Aries, and that's yeah. the the new year of months. Yes. Months. So you also on, Rosh, Rosh, on Pesach you also say Shana Tova because it's for the months. Okay, I ha you've got you, you've completely lost me, both of you. What? what no. Why? Ha holidays are correlated to the moon and they're correlated with astrology. They, they are a hundred percent. Every Jewish holiday is an. Where have moon. you been? We're on episode <laughs> yeah. forty. Are you <laughs> not here? Are you yeah. insane? Have you not been listening to your own podcast? <laughs> are you crazy? I have never heard anybody say anything about astrology. Oh, what? Absolutely. No. Stop it. It's uh, astrology is like it. completely I made am, up. No, okay, I'm, I am making. Oh my god! Look at how mad he is. I am making appointment for you okay. and Leo to get your charts done and with, and who? with, uh, who do you, who with Noah. I don't know. I'm going to find someone that's on top now. I used to be super into it, know people. Now I'm going to find somebody. Gal Sasson is who? the name. Send us. Write the, it down. I'm giving. I'm giving him props. Who? Give. Her. 
I've got like so you text her afterwards yeah. and we'll and then okay. after we get our charts done we'll 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 talk about her on the yes we'll do our charts and that's a good episode but hold on it, it the look at you periel is like wait periel what? don't we've spoken about this the 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 astrology Jewish holidays. the Jewish holidays form not because it's on that date it's because that date has that energy tisha b'av is the most negative energy not tisha b'av is bad not because the the temples were destroyed on that day because that day has that energy where a temple could be destroyed that's what it is He's very into energy. Anyway, so Rosh Hashanah. Like, next time you're sitting there, it's it's when humans were created. Humans were it's when that's when Adam was created, and that's that's the Jew event. It's your chance to be as I can now. I'm Rosh Hashanah. I can I can change myself. Ayeka, ask yourself, where am I? What am I doing? Hayuya. Ayeka, where are you? Ayeka. Uh, Ayeka. Where are you? Where are you? Where are you? No, she, she turns it on, her Hebrew on and off. Whenever it suits you, you, you do it. Whenever you're, whenever, okay, today I'm Jewish, today I'm Israeli. I'm, today oh, I'm no, 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 no. I have always maintained that I am a New York Jew with an Israeli mother and really good Hebrew. Kishin Tuchas, you're, you're, you're the wife of an Israeli guy of near. You're, you're <laughs> the wife of a complete near, not far. And you are, uh, and you're picking choosy when you want it to be, uh, yeah, anyway. So that's what Jewish that. holidays are correlated to the moon. Okay. Uh, yes. Noted. Now I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but they're yeah. correlated, okay, to the moon. I like that. The moon is where the Jewish astrology goes to, but yes. the dates have that energy. The dates had so we're coming up on the month of the holiday of uh, Shavuot. Mm-hmm. This is probably going to air afterwards. This is the energy of the Torah being given. The playbook of life is coming to you. Have you ever done the night, the full night of? of yes, yes. The yes, who? Wait, yes, no. Why? Yes. There's a Shavuot. You read the, you read the Torah here. all night, I'm and you stay up in the morning, and you do the whole. You know. You've stayed up all night oh, reading. Yeah, yeah. It's an insane energy. You stay up all night, and you. you I did it. Twenty four hours. Did and you learn Torah yeah. with people. Get For a classed. secular Jew, my dad is like turning in his grave right now. He's like, For what? sure. I promise you, he's not turning in his grave. I promise sure you. There's isn't. other things you're doing. He's making him turn in the grave. <laughs> <laughs> Learning Torah all night is not making your dad turn in his grave. Not many. I'm sure he's, he's very proud. Okay. Very, he was very secular. He was he was very anti-religion. My mom is more agnostic. My mom is like, I don't know, you know, kind of open. Can, but I my dad you, is a, full on a crazy story? Back in the day, I dated a girl who I'm not going to mention names, but she... She was. Would she, we know her? Hang I'm on. Not, no this, one's, this no like one's mentioning names, and no one's saying anything. And um, she grew up in we Israel. Would know her. She grew up in Israel, and she born in Israel. Gal Gadot. Natalie Portman. <laughs> now you see why Jewish guys date non-Jewish <laughs> girls. I I've not been able to get through this sentence. Go, I'm sorry. So she was. This is. I was just thinking about you not knowing Rosh Hashanah. It was just. This is put in my head. She was born in Israel. Her her father Israeli. Her mother was from England and never converted. So she's not really Jewish in according to Jewish law. She grew up in Israel. Went to school. Tzofim. Da da da. She had this position in the Israeli army that was so major. She was may more than a major. She was in the Israeli army at the top level of the of the of the chief of staff, and that and but she was never Jewish. It's just and, and she knew all the holidays and she knew she could answer. She's not Jewish, but she knew all the 
Well, and here you are, beautiful, I'm, I'm, and you had no idea how to explain Rosh Hashanah. I had no yeah, idea. It was amazing. No, I, I turned, by the way, that particular incident, like I've turned into what my friends started calling me rabbits and Tishby. Oh, I love that. Like, I was like, I became obsessed. I'm like, I'm not only just, not only am I doing the, ho- like all the holidays are going to be in my house. Like I'm hosting all of, like I'm hosting Rosh Hashanah and Passover like every single year to a point of like, at the time I was living in a tiny little apartment in like West Hollywood. And one time I had, and I never say no, like I never turn on, like turned away a guest ever. And I, I made it to like, it was like 50 something people oh. in a two bedroom apartment. And my roommate was freaking out. I'm like, we're going to just kick all the furniture and we're going to do a Moroccan style on the floor. That's what we're doing. And yeah, we did. You, but so, okay. I agree with you. And it's, you should do that. And we, we do Rosh Hashanah and uh, we do Pesach and we do the breaking of the fast in our house. But you have to curate the vibe. You have to make sure we invite as many as we can, but you also have to know who to say no to. You have to, it's an important thing. You, you don't want to. You don't want to kill the vibe for other people. You know who's right. going to be out of control. So you need to just make sure. I don't it's, know it's what your friends. Cute. What kind of friends you have? No, no. We have amazing friends that might not be the right ones for that situation. Yeah, the Chanel friend is the right friend for every oh, situation. Evan, <laughs> right there. Evan came to Passover. He. I have a friend that works with Chanel with all the directed creams and uh-huh. moisturizers and. Can you introduce me to Evan? Should I, I send you my address? Yes. Send me whatever he can. Yeah. <laughs> um, we should get Chanel to sponsor. We should get Chanel to sponsor. I feel like Noah is like our uh, Bella Hadid. She's like the anti-Bella Hadid. And Absolutely. I love it. Yes. I love it. I like that. I'll, I'll try my best, you know. You're doing like. you're so, doing so, so amazing, far, so, sweetie. So now, so now I'm thinking when you, Leo, when you and Leo try to, to, to name the podcast. Yeah. So for, first we have Bedecked. <laughs> Then we have the Jewish <laughs> Bella Hadid. No, please don't call me the Jewish Bella Hadid. I want to be nothing Bella Hadid. Okay. Nothing, so, I don't want to be associated, but like. Why know. we need we need our Bella Hadid? Well, let's find some other name. I don't want okay, to be. Okay, 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 okay. They, 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 they always figure it out anyway. So tell us, you, you have your book, which I'm, I, which I'm sorry, I haven't read, but I will read. It's fine. And then, uh, and then report on it, and then it's gonna be um, fine. It's it's fine. It's it's a fun. It's like it's a it's it's a fun read. Just, okay, it's like and not, you have you know, uh, your Instagram, which is at Noah Tishby. Yeah. Everything N-O-A-T-I-S-H-B-Y. is at all my social media. N O A T I S H B Y. Yeah, Noah Tishby. Um, and you have uh, hundreds of thousands of followers, Kenai Nahara. And um, do you want to ask her a question? Yeah. Oh wow, we haven't done that in a while. Yeah. But who's your rabbi? Who and I don't oh. mean I don't mean your rabbi of the synagogue you belong to. Who do you look to as a? Oh my God, this is such a great question. Spiritual, thank you, I love and thank it. you for I reminding me. Oh um, my God, I who's, love that who's your rabbi? I'm earning my keep here. Favorite sayings in Hebrew is "Aselacharav," which means to us. Do you know where that comes Hebrew. from? Make yourself a rabbi. I actually don't. Oh, I just got goosebumps. Oh, am I going to yeah. tell you where that comes from? Oh, am I going to tell you? But I <laughs> love it, and I talk about this all the time. And I actually have someone that is my rabbi yep. that I always say he does. We do all the holidays together, and I always say I'm like, I know you hate this, but you're my rabbi. He's like bald, gay jiu-jitsu, like you know, black belt in jiu-jitsu. Perfect. Right? But he's also a teacher of like Kabbalah and tarot and astrology. And like, he's a, like one of the most, the wisest people I've ever met in my Amazing. life. His name is Gal Sasson, right? And he wrote, he wrote two books. One of them was endorsed by Madonna. The other one was endorsed by the Dalai Lama. Wow. Like the Dalai Lama gave him a blurb for his book, right? And he's so in LA. That, he's in LA. He's in LA. He's based so hold in LA. on. So we're going to be three days in LA. Let's do our charts with him. 
You can also do it on Zoom. But he's he is my rabbi and okay. his knowledge is so extensive. And so, you know, he knows so much about so many things and everybody should follow him as well. Cosmic Navigator. Cosmic Navigator. I mean, he's been a, my best friend for like 20 years. Okay. Gal Sasson is his name? Gal Sasson, yeah. Gal. Gal. Yeah. Gal Sasson. Yeah. That's a Haselech Harav. That comes translate from, that. Rabbi. that. Make that yourself means, now. Make yourself hara, make his, rav. Rav and rabbi, rabbi, rav. It's a. It's a. harav means let appoint one person that that's who you go to for your questions. Listen now, to it, somebody. No, is what it means. Another listen. It means it doesn't matter who that person is. Just be humble enough okay. to freaking listen to someone. You can appoint that person, but listen to that person. I love that saying. Okay. It came from the Lubavitcher Rebbe in one of his oh, right. amazing, amazing, amazing sikhot. One of his amazing, he said, and it means you appoint this person. This is who you go to for your questions. If you don't like his answer, you don't, don't go to another person. That's who you go to. Ooh. That's a, so it's important that when this guy, Gal Sasson, tells you this and this and that, and you're not happy with it, and you go to a different astrologer, uh, and no, ask them. he's been my a really good friend of mine for many many years. So, so our conversations. Have been no, I'm just saying. But it's Aselacharav. Aselacharav is from the Lubavitch Rebbe, and it could be three podcasts of its own. But it's an amazing thing that you said that. Wow. So I love that. I love that you asked me this because I, I literally and every holiday I'm like, I know you hate this, but you're my rabbi. And he's like, ah, whatever. Yeah, okay. That's amazing. Um, it's been such a, so much fun to have you on. I'm so excited. You're gorgeous. You're inside and out, and your views are great and easy to digest. And thank you. And thank you for. And uh, I don't know if you know this, but there's I have a new position now as well. Oh, really? A new position? Yeah. I'm always open to a new <laughs> position. Share with us. I'm the uh, first uh, special envoy for combating anti-Semitism and delegitimization on behalf of the state of Israel. Wow, that's amazing, Noah. How do you fit that on a card? There's so many words there. Uh, they I actually sent me cards the other day. It fits on a card. It fits on a card. <laughs> it doesn't say the first ever because it doesn't matter. Okay. But, you know, it's but, the first time. So Israel, so the United States has a special language for combating uh, anti-Semitism. Professor Deborah Lipstad. She's oh, I've interviewed her. Amazing. Amazing. So she's a special envoy for the U.S. And then there's Lord, uh, Lord John Mann on behalf of the, the U.K. government. And there's one for Irvin Cutler is from the Canadian. And there's like the one for the U.K. U, um, EU. And, you know, there's uh, uh, not every country, but a lot of countries have a special envoy for combating anti-Semitism. And the state of Israel didn't have one until a few weeks ago. And uh, I was honored to um, take on this position. So um, it's great to be in a role in which I know I'm going to fail. <laughs> no, all of us, no, all of no. us. It's an inner joke. No, it's an inner joke between I'm not going to tell the story. But like I spoke to one special envoy on behalf of the United States government, Elon Carr, the one from before and we joked about this, that there's like every special envoy for anti-Semitism, for combating anti-Semitism knows that it's an uphill battle. So obviously we're not going to fail. It's just that anti-Semitism is never going to go away, but we'll do our best to combat it. Yeah, it's by one person. Very lucky to have you. One person at a time. One person. Don't don't look for the whole. One person at a time. One person at a time. With one book at a time. With one story at a time. One visit to Israel at a time. One joke at a time. It it's that's all it is. 
Uh, and I'm Modi underscore live, ModiLive.com for upcoming shows. If Leo was here, I would tell you what shows I have coming up. But ModiLive.com, come see the shows. Uh, Mrs. Ashton Brown, we are going to be airing this before your show. So yes, we six, June 13, 613, the number of mitzvot in the Torah. And, yes, uh, come to the show. It's a comedy show on June 13th, and I'm at Periel Ashton Brand. You can find tickets with Modi. I'll be on the show. Looking forward to it. Thank you so much, everybody. Bye, Noah. All Thank you. Bye, Noah. Bye, guys.